Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Hey everyone, welcome to Buzzing About Romance. I am Becky, and joining me for this quick shot of romance is podcast contributor Heather. Hi, Heather. Hey, Becky. So on this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, we are reviewing Callum by Calla Riley. This is book six in her syndicate series, and this was one of your top reads of 2022. It was. So Calla Riley um, is an author duo, and they're from Australia. And um, they were in Love in Vegas, and so they write Mafia, so they were on my list. Um, So I dove into the series and i am not sad i am not sad i did read this one and we'll get into all of it this is book Mm -hmm. six i read this as a complete standalone um i've not read the whole series but there are two stories two stories for sure that i have to go back and i have to read Mm -hmm. Uh, but we'll get into all that read us the synopsis from goodreads Autumn, I've always lived my life as a nomad moving from city to city then i ended up in chicago A chance meeting with Callum Brennan and I knew my life would never be the same. One week of passion and I know I will never forget him, but I have to move on with my life. Leaving is the hardest thing I ever did. But then fate intervenes, giving me the perfect reason to run back to him. The only problem is I'm not sure he wants me to. Can we find a way to make this work when our worlds are so different? Callum. A hostile hostile takeover of the Chicago faction of the Westies wasn't what I wanted. It's the life I've been handed, though, struggling through day-to-day operations I never imagined my future until I met Autumn Davis. One week with her, and I knew that she was something special. Unfortunately, there are skeletons in her closet threatening her life, so I send her on her way. I never imagined she would come back. Can I keep her safe while also keeping her with me? So release date on this is August 8th of 2022. Mm-hmm. Mafia, Rescuer, Suspense, Secret Baby. She is a secret baby. Yep. Accidental yes. Pregnancy. Um, and they kind of have a meet cute for lack of I mean, a... Be- for Mafia. <laughs> yeah, it was cute. like a Mafia version of a meet cute. Um, <laughs> the series name is The Syndicate Series. It's an interconnected standalone Mm-hmm. Put out percentage was about 26%. Content warning. Um, there is a broken condom. Mm-hmm. And so if that kind of situation bothers you, this might not be the book for you. Yep. Um, so let's talk about Autumn and Callum because you're like, I was like, hey, I, I'll what book do you want to read? And you're like, oh, you know, I really want you to read this series. It was my top read. And I was like, Okay, sure. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Friend, where have you been hiding them? I know. So I, this, again, like I told you, I they were in Vegas, so I needed to read this series. And my favorite part about this Mafia series is that it isn't just like Chicago. I mean, they are all over. They're from New York. They're from, you know, there's the Italian mob. There is the Irish mob. They're they're the Russian mob, all of them. And they're all kind of interconnected, but not really. Um, And so I think a lot of mafia is like arranged marriage. And there's some of that in the series. And then there is some not. And I think that's why I love this so much. So this story felt fresh. 
mm-hmm. and it didn't feel like sometimes you I've read a lot of mafia in the last couple days mm-hmm. and this felt innovative and different autumn is not your typical uh mafia heroine no she is a nomad a hippie very free spirit like free spirit and hippie-ish like oh my god she cracks me up so much yeah like she is all into holistic uh healing and Mm -hmm. she i think one of the best scenes is he takes her when they after they first meet i think it's like the second day they're together he takes her to an apothecary a holistic apothecary and like the the shopkeeper is like oh he needs his aura cleansed and he's like what and she's like she's like i know he has this like dark cloud over him and he's like ahead of the chicago mafia yeah but they, she doesn't know that he's like mafia she doesn't because he okay so that was one of the pieces that i really really loved about this story mm-hmm. so he has just taken over he's a westie he has yep. taken over the irish group of the westies in chicago so yep. and he's new like he has only been at this a couple of months when he meets yep. autumn so there's not this huge established family and hierarchy and roles. Like he is still working to establish his family and who's going to be in there with him. And he doesn't have many people he could trust because the way he had to take it over was mm-hmm. done in such a way that it was um, kind of ugly. Yeah, it was kind of like ugly. Un- unwanted. Yeah. And it wasn't like he was the heir apparent. He is an outsider coming in and being assigned this territory. And so the fact that the family isn't established, I really liked because that Mm -hmm. gave us a chance to see who he was as a character, both as a mafia person, but also just as a dude. As a human. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, and uh, they are, like, complete opposites attract. I mean, he's this, like, posh business guy, and um, his his sister, um, they share a mother, um, is in the same city, and she is married to Kai, who is, Harukai is, in another book in the series and he is from a different mafia is it japanese or russian i believe it's japanese okay so i think Um, he's the head of the japanese family of chicago um just really the fact that we didn't have this huge hierarchy he really didn't have an established first person that's his go-to guy he's still trying to figure out there weren't just guards at a ready. He had to ask his brother-in-law Kai for assistance. Mm-hmm. It really just, it was new and it was intriguing because it's not something we typically see in mafia. Yeah. And I like how they also pull in the like local politics and how the local politics, almost like, you know, how people line their pockets. I really like how that played into it as well. Um, her life has always been on the run and her mom really has put like basically the fear of God in her. Like, yeah, 
do not head to Chicago. She ends up in Chicago. She's on her way to say love to. She was on her way to Minneapolis and she kind of ends up in Chicago. She does. So opening scene is she's getting off. Well, there's a prologue where you kind of learn that Autumn's mom is scared of the shadows and Mm -hmm. it is, they leave, leave, lead a very nomadic life. They run and live on communes. They live very much off the grid. Life is very much established um, on the fringe. Yes. And so Autumn has left her mother and is 24 and making her way through the world. And, um, but the opening scene is Autumn is getting off the bus in Chicago. She's coming from New York through Chicago to go to Minneapolis and she's got like an over the night layover, like 10 hours that she has to um, do stuff. So she leaves the bus depot and goes down the street to get some snacks at a convenience store and is walks into a shakedown, a mafia shakedown. <laughs> and the two <laughs> guys that idiots. idiots that are there doing the shakedown take her captive because they don't know what else to do with her. But they Mm -hmm. never tell their boss. But their boss is still trying to figure out who is trustworthy, who's doing the jobs they're supposed to do, who's on the up and up. And so he makes a surprise visit to their their house and finds this woman has been is naked and tied up in the basement. Yeah. And he's like, WTF. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know. And so she just like, go. (laughs) It's so... It's very, like, I hate to say that there's humor in this because there it's a little, like, what? But when you get to know Adam, it doesn't really surprise you. No, she smudges the whole house, sprinkles oh salt God. in the doorway, wants him to light candles when anyone is coming over. Um, yes. Gives him stones to help him. Um, clean his aura clean his aura and protective stones like he carries onyx in his pocket now mm-hmm. because she needs him that's the stone of protection and to help with his anxiety and he just kind of goes along he's a really easygoing guy but he's so mm-hmm. dynamic but he's only easygoing for her and his sister <laughs> yeah his sister like basically bosses him around <laughs> He's like this like really important person in the Westies and his sister like bosses him around and actually bosses around the Japanese mafia. Also, she's like rules it. And then Autumn, without her even knowing, has Callum like just following. I mean, he's like totally enamored with this woman. But to be honest, so am I. She's so she's such a great character she has such a great genuine heart and everyone just falls in love with her who interacts with her yeah well there's is it i think it's cleo his sister yes um and her husband kai Mm -hmm. it's so funny so cleo will say some things or has done some things and kind of oversteps some boundaries and callum's first response is knock it off like he yells at her raises his voice at her and Kai, Cleo's husband, is like, I will cut you. I will mm-hmm. kill you. We do not make my wife cry. We do yes. not upset my wife. And I'm like, damn. Oh. <laughs> and I know. So you have not read any of the books in this series. No. So the other story. So I need to go back. I'm going to read Cleo and Kai's book. That's next. Mm-hmm. But then 
So the boss of the Westies in New York mm-hmm. is Killian. Yep. And his love interest's name is Greer. And we don't actually meet Killian in this book. We get pictures of him, of who he is. But he he was a pining hero that had to chase his heroine halfway across the world. <laughs> she, okay, I have read this whole series. And she is amazing. Greer is amazing. And you will absolutely love her. Everyone loves her. I just, this story was so dynamic. I, it reads so well as a standalone. And these characters, these are the kind of characters I love in romance. You know, you go into a mafia book, you go in expecting very stereotypical type characters. And actually, and I don't want to spoil it, but the way the bad guy, the villain, actually finally does. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. I was like, he did what? <laughs> it was like, there was this whole period of time, all this is going down and you're like, oh my God, oh my God. It's almost like you don't know where to look and you just, you don't want to hurry through to find out, but you're like <clears throat> so excited to find out what is happening that you kind of just are like, oh my gosh, I can't read this fast enough. I'm just so excited. Yeah. There was, and there was just so much good stuff in this book. Um, Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I did mention this is an accidental pregnancy. At about 45%, Autumn realizes she's pregnant. Now, this does not bug me. This does not bug me. But I know there are people that will have some trigger to this situation. The very first time they have sex, the condom breaks. Yes. And he says nothing. Yeah. And that can be very um, triggering for people. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't bother me either. Um, Well, we don't, you and I don't have a ton of triggers. I don't. And I like accidental pregnancy. Yes. So I do too. It doesn't, that didn't even bother me um um yeah and I think like how like the after of it I mean they decide they can't really like you know they they have this attraction and they both feel it and she knows she has to move on and he kind of wants her to move on because he doesn't want her to have to be in this life like he doesn't you know wants her to feel safe and she's almost like how does he put it like she's too kind for that world um, and so he, he kind of goes to tell her, so they have this like friends to, you know, friends with benefits for like a week and then it breaks and he kind of cleans her up and I, I think he hymns and haws, but yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't say anything. He doesn't. Um, but I think, I think this was an instant connection kind of situation. Like he was already feeling a connection to her before they even slipped into bed together that first time. Correct. And so I think that it was in a way, the way he reacts to it, the way it happens in the story, it really works because it was just one more thing that keeps him grounded and connected to her. Um, Correct. I, um, I, this is a really great series. I love that you don't have to read all of them, but you definitely want to so I know that you want to go back and read 
Harukai and Killian. Um, but don't sleep on Nikolai because his is equally as great. Okay. I, I really love it. Um, and then Kenji um comes out next in January, January twenty sixth. And Kenji is one of Kai's undermen. Yes. Yes. And I love they like use swords and stuff. They're like super old fashioned. And you Kenji is on the page a lot in Callum's book, but also in Kai's book. But you don't know a ton about him because he is so quiet. Yeah, I venture to know who his heroine is, though, based upon little hints that these authors. I know. That's the other thing. These authors, the voice is unified. It did not feel like two people writing this book. It The consistency of the story moves really well. The flow is there. There weren't any plot holes. I didn't, it didn't feel jarring at times. I cannot tell you that, I could not tell unless I knew that two people wrote this book. Yeah, and I know uh, they are seriously the sweetest humans. They are, they were so kind and just so sweet. And I adored meeting them. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so in love with Kai. And they're like, oh, I know he's my favorite. And I, because I had only read up to Kai, so I hadn't read the other ones in the series. But I have yet to meet one of their men that I don't adore. I don't love. I think it's also a really good place to start too. There is some violence on page. Mm-hmm. It's not over the top. It's not deep, deep seeped in uh, violence and typical dark mafia. There is violence. There is a villain. Not a yeah. good person. Some things are done. But there, there isn't the dark over-the-top dark elements that we sometimes do get. And it's not unnecessary, and uh, Callum is a good human. There's a few things that he does in this book that show you that he's not the total bag. Right, right. Um, Okay, is there anything else anybody should know about this book? No, I mean, it's in Kindle Unlimited. It is. When you read it. Send me a message. Tell me how much you love it. Yes. At Minnesota Hockey Mom Reads on Instagram. Um, okay. So if you have a book you think we should review for a quick shot of romance, send us an email to the bees at bookcaseandcoffee.com. Heather, thank you so much for joining us for this quick shot of romance. Anytime, Becky. Anytime. Until next time, everyone. Happy reading. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.